Guys, I am so pumped to welcome to the Agency Nation radio podcast one of my, not just someone who I respect in the industry, but one of my favorite people in the industry. Uh, she's actually known as a um, sort of tag teamed with her, her SO, her significant other, uh, Jeff and Una Roy, but today I had to get Una alone because I just, I have to pick your brain. I gotta know what the Exc Excalibur experience is from the perspective of Una Roy. I feel like we hear from Jeff all the time. So it's like, it's time to get Una on the stage, on the podcast, out in the world. Um, so I am so honored really to have you on the podcast today. Um, thank you for coming on. Thanks so much, Sid. Um, I'm totally pumped for coming to speak at Elevate 19 at the end of March and very grateful and honored that you guys asked me to come. Um, was a little bit of a, um, for me, a shock. And then, of course, Jeff is like, they just want you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm not sure, but you can maybe help me. We had to throw a curveball there. Just I, I know, right? So, yes, I'm completely honored to be here, and I hope that um, my wish is just to help um, and give as much information as I can to help people with their agencies and to um, help them grow or any problems that they're having or issues or questions that they might have with the renewal process. Awesome. And I'm super excited to get into that. But before we do, I would love to hear a little bit more about you and um, and the agency and some things that are going on behind the scenes, because I think a lot of people, not just at Agency Nation, but in the industry, because you guys just like a rocket ship went from, you know, zero to 100 in the last couple years here. Um, I think a lot of people look at you guys as uh, role models. And so I just want to start off with what does a day in the life of Una Roy look like? What are what are you guys working on thinking about, you know, every day? That's a great question. Um, so for work in the business, because um, there's two different days of Una Roy, <laughs> as there is with everybody. But for yeah. for our for being the VP of operations here at Excalibur Insurance and having uh, four different locations, I think to start with um, just words. I think to say my day is fun, mm. challenging, mm -hmm. uh, rewarding, and has lots of diversity. Um, there's days I come into the office and I'm just get running reports and doing you know stuff like that that's really got nothing to do. But most days when I come in, at some point of the day, I'm coaching um, mm -hmm. most of or some of our team, um, always looking for ways to make sure the team is challenged, make sure they're happy, comfortable mm -hmm. in their workspace, um, and that the process that we're working on is still working for them, and do we need to change anything? Obviously, that's not a daily question, but there's certain things that are always happening, especially in our industry, as you all know, with our insurance companies, they are changing. So when they change, we have to change. Um, yeah. Making sure that there's open communication uh, with my staff at all times. Mm -hmm. um, spending a lot of time with our companies, especially right now here in Ontario and Canada. Um, there's a lot of changes with our companies, and we've hit a hard market. So 
So they're making it more difficult to write business. So again, that's a challenge for our team and our organization. So working with them, speaking to our um, our reps and our CEOs if we have to at the companies, not to complain, but mm-hmm. to give them a list of these are the things that are happening. Here's some solutions that we can think of. How can we work together to make it better? Um, so that's been big in the last few months. Um, I also backfill um, a lot, um, or I shouldn't say a lot, often. I backfill for people who are on vacation or if they're off sick, not just one day, but anything two or three days, to make sure that they're not coming back to a huge workload. So whether it be jump in as an account manager for somebody, no matter what office it is, because I can log in anywhere, and um, or the director of first impression, so that I'm taking their calls from their clients, doing their changes, doing their renewal calls, whatever needs to be done for them so they're not coming back and feeling completely overwhelmed and swamped and and not being able to get caught back up. So I do a lot of that, which in turn, I believe the respect level is a lot better as well because they know that I'm not just expecting all this work to be done by them. They know I know what they go through on a daily basis. Mm, so yeah. that part. So, and also, I kind of think, in some ways, I feel sometimes as um, a protector and a psychologist because not only is it their work. Very fortunate um, with my team, they feel very comfortable to come to me, whether it be a problem in the in with our team at the office or at home. Mm-hmm. So, and because they know that stays between me and them or, or mm-hmm. whatever needs to be done is done, you know. So, yeah. um, and that part makes me feel very, really, really good, uh, more mm-hmm. so than the processes of the actual job because I'm actually helping somebody or trying to help yeah. solve at all times. Yeah. And I guess... What would... Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I was just going to say, and then the, probably the final and biggest thing is, of course trying to keep Jeff Roy at a pace that we can all work with. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm glad you got that one in there. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you keep up with him. I drink cold brew every morning, which, you know, has four times the amount of caffeine as like a cup of coffee, and I still feel like I'm behind him. So yeah. he's amazing. He really he is. He is extremely amazing. But, yeah, it's, it's yes. all good. I can yeah. totally keep up and, and keep him in line, I guess. <laughs> and I don't so, drink coffee. I just drink water. <laughs> I, you don't drink any caffeine? No. Really? Nothing. No pop, no coffee, now, no tea. Did you at one point and then nope. you said... I've never had a coffee in my life. Never? Really? I don't like the taste. Oh. So I just drink water. Okay. Or, okay. or vodka. <laughs> so have you ever... Would you ever try like a caffeine patch where you don't have to no. actually ingest it? No? I don't no. think I need it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not at this point, anyway. You, you have like a I'd be worse than Jeff Roy if you put a caffeine <laughs> patch on me. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, what if you put one on him? Does he drink oh, coffee? Yes, he, no. does. he does. Okay. He does drink coffee, yeah. Okay, all right. So he's maxed out on the energy level there. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So out of all of those, um, you know, projects that you're working on every day, which one would you say is your favorite? That you go into the office and you're like, that's what I look forward to every day. At this point, I look forward to coming in every day, obviously seeing my team happy being here. Um, and when I'm, when I'm looking at my reports in the morning and I see the successes, 
What I look forward to is letting them know how proud and how awesome they are because they're Mm -hmm. successful. Mm -hmm. So saying that. So I don't wait till like, you know, three months or whatever. If somebody's doing a great job, I pick up the phone if they're in a different office or I walk over to their office and I say, Stephanie, you are doing amazing. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Keep it up. You know? And that... That's, Those little sentences make a difference? Oh, huge. Huge. Wow. Yeah. wow. It really does. And, and I've learned that just even through my interviewing process when I'm hiring people. When I ask that question, what is it that would motivate you to work harder or better or have to, if you do have to stay, what would motivate you to do more in your career? And every mm-hmm. single person tells me, just to know I'm appreciated. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm always thinking money, but it's not. Yeah. So, so what other, just out of curiosity, and, and I you know, didn't mean to go down this road, but now I'm, now I'm really curious. What is the interview process like at Excalibur Insurance? What, what type is- of personality are you guys looking for? What kind of questions do you guys ask? How do you know if somebody's, you know, going to be a good fit or just totally bomb out? Uh, shortly after getting there. What does that look like? Um, we're, I'm always looking, when I'm talking to people, I want to know about them, what their passion is, what their values are, because mm. it's very important to us that who we bring into our team has very same core values as mm-hmm. us and, and goals. A lot of people, too, is if, if and this is going to sound maybe silly, but if they're athletic, if they're on a sports team, or involved as a coach on a sports team, that kind of thing. So find out about them personally first. Obviously, they're educated and all that falls into place with anybody, right? Yeah. And yeah. have they researched us? Because I'm researching them, so then second interview, you know, what do you know about Excalibur? So I know they've been on, they're really interested, they have a passion to want to be here because they've researched mm-hmm. and found out these are the things that go on. Um, mm mm-hmm. My last two hires, just in the last week, actually last Monday, I just hired, started two two new people that I'm training. That's a lot of fun as well, but I don't want to be doing that all the time because that means there's turnover. (laughs) Or it means we're growing. (laughs) Right now it's growing, so it's awesome. Um, And they're both like major keeners, and that's the thing, and and just just their energy level when you you speak to them in an interview. A lot of people can interview well. Mm-hmm. But when you catch them off guard and just talk to them about something else, that's where you find out if, if this is still the same energy and mm-hmm. where they're coming from. Yeah. So, and actually the one yeah. gentleman that we just hired has actually came after us. I need a position. Like, I want to work for Excalibur. I've been following well, you for years. Like so. So now, yeah, that was my next question is how are these interviews taking place? Are you finding... Are you having to be pretty aggressive going out and using, you know, a, a recruiter uh, or no. posting on social media? Are they finding you? Like, how is this? How does this work? We have we have a post um, on social media that that goes constantly. Um, okay. I looked at a recruiter recruiter three years ago, um, and it was a fortune. <laughs> like it was a lot of money, and I thought, no. So then, um, and I, I talk about it in my. Um, my um, uh, the employee experience I talk about it that we brought in the referral for employees like from our employees to refer people to work here and not these two but 
two hires before that were both referrals from inside our organization, which worked really well because they're only going to refer people that they want to work with that are like them, right? Right, right. So that works really, really well. Gosh, Um, that's awesome. Yeah, but these two, as I said, the one gentleman, um, we interviewed him two years ago, and uh, he was with an organization, and they offered him more and blah, 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 and he ended up staying it didn't work out, and he's been following us ever since, emailing us, keeping in touch, and just saying, please, anytime you've got something, let me know. I want to be part of Excalibur, and he now is. Yep. And the, the other girl um, saw her ad a while ago. She's been in the industry for 18 years as an agent wow. um, and reached out to us um, just because she sees what goes on. She sees uh, – she, and, and her husband used to play hockey with Jeff. Um, mm-hmm. So – Mm-hmm. In that area, we knew her um, or knew of her, and she reached out, and I was looking for somebody, so we interviewed, and she's th- these two have just been brilliant. It's only been a year or only a week, but I know wow. they're gonna they're gonna rock it. That's fantastic. So I'm very very excited about that. Yeah, the story that you told about the guy who has been stalking you is yeah. such a testament to your culture, and yeah. I, you know, and as I think about what makes the Excalibur Excalibur culture so unique and so, um, you know, like magnetic, right? People want, are drawn to you guys, whether they're outside uh, the industry, you know, coming in or inside the industry trying to improve. Um, And and there are many reasons that you guys have an amazing culture and and some of them I don't even know because I don't even work there. But I know one of the big ones is your vision. You guys are always looking to push the envelope forward. No matter what, you want to be, you know, on the cutting edge. You're not scared to take that risk. Um, And and a lot of people don't want to be in that space because it is scary because you're not on uh, solid ground, you know. So I remember the very first time I talked to Jeff, it was about chatbots. And he was one of the first agents to experiment with chatbots. And then I heard about, you know, the Facebook advertising. And then you guys presented the Alexa voice technology on stage at Elevate. And so it makes me think, like, what is coming for 2019? Like, it's almost like you guys have set this pace where can you, like, is there something big you're working on for 2019? Or have you said, okay, no, we're going to. And when you said that to both these people we just hired, that was the biggest thing for them, too, is the technology and where we're at above the industry you know, mm-hmm. it's just they were they wanted to be a part of that. Um, yeah. As for 2019, we do have a few things on the go. Um, one of them is our we want to do like a data management platform to track all our touch points for the customer journey. So what that includes would be it's on, at first I thought really, but it's a new phone system. <laughs> Um, And with that phone system, we can apply the AI and machine learning to voice right on our phones. So, you know, we can implement that. And then we don't have to worry about having a phone system here in all four offices. So then we can also take, potentially use one of our girls. They're all licensed and they could move into a different role if, if needed or wanted, right? Because we really only need that one massive center phone system. That's one thing that uh, that's we've been looking at. We're just hopefully that'll happen um, before June, July. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that way. Same with an email system to help that same process. So 
it'll be automated. And um, again, that's a Jeff thing. I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to work. I've seen what we want to do with it, but how it's going to push, but it, it will. And it's um, obviously going to uh, be a lot more helpful for us, not only just with email, but also with, and I know a lot of people have calendars um, that book for um, appointments and everything else, um, yeah. but that will be built into it so that when uh, our salespeople or our account managers, they'll be able to utilize this as opposed to back and forth emails all the time, like, oh, here's this, this. They'll actually utilize that combination with the calendar saying, okay, this is the time I'm available to talk about my review or I'm able to talk about the new business you're going to sell me, that kind of thing. So that should help the process move a little more smoothly. Um, obviously, all these projects are headed by Jeff um, because he is, as we all know, absolutely brilliant when it comes to yes. technology and, yes. uh, you know, space, Star Trek, yes. whatever, he do, where he is in the middle of the night. Um, we also have Project Neon with Seth Zaramba and Jeff Roy working on that, um, coming from the States. We're, we're calling it Neon North um, for That's when it comes awesome. up to Canada. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we also have um, our sales process and uh, new training um, to improve our sales team uh, because we have um, we have dig a lot of digital sales that we do through our organization that come in um, like we got thousands of leads coming in in a week um, so that's coming through and our salespeople are working at obviously closing them the close is good but a lot of it's monoline so we really really want to get that to both lines of business so we have actually hired um, agency performance again through Kelly Donahue and Dave is, has come up uh, last week Wednesday he came up to visit with us and did a sales training and so our salespeople are going through a, a similar training that I brought in for my account managers um, with Kelly's business and uh, I'm I'm anticipating huge huge successful fantastic results out of that because that's what that's happened awesome. with with me. So yeah. those are there's lots more little things here and there going on, but those are probably the bigger things right now that we're working on. That can all change in three months too. We get something else, <laughs> but those are the big things: is is getting this data management platform to track all our touch points with our customer journey, so that we know a lot better ourselves what we need to improve on, and uh, it will be a huge help. So looking at all the different technology that you guys are bringing in, is that something that Jeff is working on solo, or, or do you guys also have some team members who are able to, to help build that out at Excalibur? It's Jeff Roy. Oh my gosh. I would Dude, love he's blowing to my mind. some of the credit, but yeah, I can't. Wow. <laughs> All I can That's... say is I can take the credit to say, okay, <laughs> you need yeah. to just... You need to eat or something, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, it is yes, one hundred percent Jeff Roy. He is, even though he's my husband and my partner and and best friend and everything else, he is pretty, pretty amazing. Gosh, that's really cool. Yeah. Very that's lucky. really cool. Very lucky to have him. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that a lot of agents listening are already like, oh man, how can I start? You know, thinking about those things as well. Um, now, at the beginning of the podcast, you mentioned your Elevate presentation and how you're going to show agents, explain to them uh, what your renewal process looks like. Mm -hmm. And I actually want to take just two minutes to read 
uh, your description of your session because I read it and I was like, whoa, mind blown. Like, just absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited for this. Like, I think I'm going to sit okay. in on it. Um, it's, it really, it, it sounds amazing. So let me take two minutes, read this, and then I have a quick question for you. Okay. All right. So the title is Rockin' the Renewal, Human to Human, H to H. The numbers don't lie. The renewal is likely the most important interaction you'll have with your customer all year, yet most of us spend 90% of our time working quotes and pushing sales. Discover a proven approach to grow your bottom line, increase referrals, and shrivel churn rates by giving a little strategic love to the customers you already have. Now here's the, here's the really intriguing part for me. Join me, Una, and learn practical frontline psychology, the steps for implementation, and the tools used by her team for keeping score. Practical frontline psychology. That, I am so intrigued by those three words. Like, I guess when I think about the renewal process, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard about the renewal process. It's when agents take a take a policy they remarket it you know see what the coverages are like other places and the price they may send the customer a couple quotes you know through an email here's a couple quotes customer chooses which one they want they bind it and then and then it's renewed so what what right. is this practical it sounds like magic fairy dust like what is well, this how does this work <laughs> and so that's it's true because i could have just said i'm going to talk about the renewal process right but i was trying to think like what is it that we do now ourselves with the training we had and the coaching we had and the coaching that I'm doing now and just my team doing such a brilliant job. What is it? And it is truly psychology because all those other little things, yes, we're doing, but really bottom line is your clients, our people, they care about how much we care about them, not what we know. So even though nowadays, like I say, our digital sales, like it's all digital, it's this, and people are online shopping and they're doing everything else, people still want that when it comes down to things that mean so much to them, they want that human to human. They still want to be able to do that. So yes, we're, we're, getting, we're bringing up all the information on each client, whatever, and what we know about them but, and, and their policies. But what we want to truly do when we make that phone call, and no, we don't reach every single client by phone. We also do by email. So there's always just a little blurb in there in the email, like why we're, call why we're reaching out to them, what we need. But we want, to, we want to know more about them personally. So that when we are talking, like when I'm talking to you, said I want to know, oh, I hear you got a new puppy. How's it going, right? Like mm -hmm. that's a conversation that I want to have with you. you don't, and you want to have that with me. You don't want me just to call up and say, you know what, I got your renewal. Here's what it is. And um, we're, we're going to be able to save you 10% this year because it, uh, you put another vehicle on. Does mm -hmm. that sound good? Okay, I'll, I'll get that out to you. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You know, they don't want just, they still want to know. They want to be educated, but they want that relationship as well. So the conversations that my team is going over with them is a little bit of that at the start. And also it's, to find out what kind of where they are when they're feel, when they're talking about their insurance, is this a, my raving fan that I'm just talking to right now, and I can tell by the way that they're, you know, um, reacting to my 
my questions like how's your day going anything you know how was your christmas or whatever just to get a, and yeah it's fine um i've I've just got to go in a minute what what can i do for you you know if they're really abrupt then you know okay we don't want that chitter chatter but i just want to let you know what i'm doing for you to help you and you hope to change that tone so it's all the tone and it's learning that and no we're not perfect at it yet because everybody has to learn the different tones of the customers but also that one that is has got that tone that's short and quick and I want out of this, we want to make sure that we turn that so that he now becomes our raving fan and isn't the one that's just going to go shop down the street. So mm-hmm. it's like, wow, they really do care because they called and not only did they tell me about this, they explained mm-hmm. that this is going to happen. So that's where I think the front line, and when we're saying front line, so we're doing it prior to then react. As we're, we're being proactive and not reactive. So mm-hmm. we're really trying to build those relationships a lot stronger and knowing mm-hmm. more about our clients. There's things we'd love to have, like we'd love to have like a, a whole disc as to who their their favorite, you know, if they have a favorite team or music or whatever, but that's that comes in time and hopefully yeah. we have them long enough that we will learn that. So I think that's where I'm coming with that kind of phrase is to yeah. keep it that way. I No, I love it. And I, I mean, I guess my question is like, is this some, it must be something you're working very hands on with your team, uh, you know, on, it's not like you're just saying, well, you know, we'll hire the, the happiest person that we know and then we'll put them on the phone and then they'll be happy with the customer. It seems like there's, there's a model, there's a, there's a script, there are questions, there's something else there that's proven that combined with being the happiest person you know makes that conversation, you know, relationship definer, something that creates that wow moment. Um, is that true or am I like missing the boat there and it's, it really is just about personality? It, well, the personality is key like obviously if you've got somebody who's I would say an Eeyore and it's like oh well you say it's sunny out well there's a cloud over there you know (laughs) obviously that person's gonna be a lot harder to get pumped up and be a tigger (laughs) so I want tiggers on my team as as, um and that's what uh Kelly would say Um, I've always said that it's funny that I actually got Kelly because and when she brought the Kel or the Tigger and Eeyore, I've been saying that for years and years and years, even before I met her. It was it was kind of funny when we had that conversation. But when you say that, it is also, as as I say in my when I speak on on the culture of the employees and how to how to keep them um, and give them the great experience is again same thing. If the culture here or in your agency is really good and your your team is is happy to be there that's just going to go on to the phone calls, mm. you know? Yeah. And if they have a bad call, I want them to come out and talk about that bad call because I don't want them going into the next call with that bitter taste in their mouth. Yeah. Right? Yep. So so it's all part of working together and working it every day and practicing and, and you know, having, having that conversation. Okay, you know, everybody's going to give, like, what was your best call of the week and what was your worst call? And that's all, like, you know define it and figure out what we could do better next time or how could we how would you what would you say to that you know okay mm-hmm. we can't do that on the phone but um <laughs> you know and we and we work with it that way so we practice right mm. so, yeah yeah you, you don't know like every situation is different everybody reacts to things differently you know so, right but, right 
Well, it kind of reminds me, I was telling you earlier, I joined this new gym and part of it is the community. Uh, you know, I love the community. They're amazing. But the other really unique thing about this particular facility is their holistic view of becoming, of changing your lifestyle, right? So it's not, here, we're going to show you how to kickbox. We'll, we'll show you how to kick the bag. Now, if you kick the bag six times, you're going to burn 100 calories and then, you know, you're going to lose some weight or you're going to gain some muscle. Yeah. It's, you know, we're going to, we're going to teach you these, um, we're going to teach you how your body works. We're going to teach you what movements are going to strengthen what parts of your body. Mm-hmm. But also when you leave the gym, you have to focus on what you eat because if you're not putting good things in your body, you're going to screw yourself up. All the work that you just did at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., you're going to undo, you know, with that, that Panera bread meal that you wouldn't think, but you are. And so yeah. kind of to, to the same point, right, that you're saying it's it's personality, but it's also culture and it's also it's that holistic employee experience, it seems like. Absolutely. And, then, and the same thing as I said before, it's it's not just what's going on here in the office. It's what's going on at home. Hmm. So hmm. if they're struggling with something or they're stressed about something, then I need to know. And and if they need, you know, they can't afford to go to gym membership and they want to go because we are very active. And we make that education and, you know, being healthy are two, are two huge things in our organization and in our culture. And not everybody goes to a gym, not everybody works out. But the majority of our team, they are healthy eating, healthy thinking, and doing the things that they can do physically themselves. Um, but, but home life and family is huge to us as well, and, and they know that. So it's, it's a circle, it's around. I remember Claude Julian speaking to me once. And when he was the coach of the Boston Bruins, and um, he said, basically, he is um, to start with a babysitter of uh, 20, 20 to 35 year olds. And he said, but when they're not performing on the ice, and this is what this is where I changed my whole outlook on my culture and my business because here's a hockey coach to an insurance coach, but we're built the same. They're not performing on the ice. I'm not going to go out and yell at them and make them do suicides. He said, I'm going to pull that person aside and say, so, Sid, how's it going? Like, you know, what, what's going on? Like, are you feeling okay or whatever? And I'm going to find out what's actually causing this ill performance. You know, mm-hmm. they're diabetic, their sugars are off, things are going on at home, so they're really not, okay, so let's, let's work on that. What can we do to help you with that? And then, you know, the performance will improve on the ice. So it's the same here they're not performing the way they should perform, then I need to find out what, like autopsy, do an autopsy on it and figure out what's going on, you know? And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and help autopsies. them find a solution. What yeah. do you think we can do? How can we, how can we fix this? But what do you think a best solution would be for this? And see if they can come up with something. And if not, then I help them. Um, I had one just last Wednesday that, came up and it was all great but not so great it was kind of I could have gone into a panic but I don't because that's just not me one of my employees who would have been here a year um, in the end of March and was has literally I on Monday said to her high five staff you're doing brilliant you know she was caught up she's now more comfortable with the renewal process she's feeling more confident because we're building all that with her doing absolutely brilliant and I'm cleaning up from the sales meeting at 5 o'clock on Wednesday evening, and she's still here doing something. And she comes back to me, and she's as white as a ghost. 
And I thought, oh dear, oh no, oh, what? what? Yeah. She's going to quit. Yeah. She's going to have a job, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, her family, herself and her husband, are unable to have children. And she just oh, received an email yes. that her and her husband were a perfect match to adopt two little <gasps> boys, a three and a five year old. Oh my gosh. So I was oh. like, oh, that's awesome. You know, that's fantastic. When yeah. did this happen? She goes, this Friday. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, what? So it's not like a pregnancy leave because you know they're pregnant for nine months before they go. So you've got time to do stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wow. listened to, like, because she was just shaking, which was wonderful. So long story short, listened, whatever. So then I said to her, I'm no longer your boss right now. I'm going to be your mom. <laughs> and I don't think it's healthy for us. Have you met them? And blah, blah, blah. So they hadn't met these children, hadn't even seen them. I don't even know what they look like. Not that looks matter, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. two boys are whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, I said, mm-hmm. I think the agency probably should give you some time to actually meet them first, even mm-hmm. if it's just, you know, and then maybe they could stay at your house for a weekend and then go back to where mm-hmm. they're staying, where they're used to, and then, you know, do that for a little bit. So she did. She talked to the agency and they worked it out that she actually got them yesterday. Um, so she's going to only work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for the next three weeks because I've got so many other staff away on vacation and she mm-hmm. doesn't want to leave me with, you know, nobody here, which she totally could. And I totally understand it because this is the most exciting thing in her life that's ever happened. Fortunately, her husband's a farmer and this is slow time because there's snow everywhere. So yeah, that's what we're yeah. going to do. So we worked it out. She worked it out with the agency, but she got the boys yesterday. Um, they're absolutely gorgeous, and she is over the moon. So that's where something else came into the culture, and then I had to go speak to everybody to say, okay, here's what's happened. All good. No mm-hmm. panic, because it's not going to change, because we're yeah. all going to work together as a team. And here's the, I had the solutions to everything that they were already going to think of before it happened. Gosh. You know, I just realized listening to that story that you guys are not building a company. You're building a community. Yeah. Like that's that's really what you're building is a community where you are all supporting each other, getting to know each other. I mean, that's and, and, and walking the same path. Like, literally, it's it's the same. It's just crazy. I, I, I it's similar I mean, it's, to it's, what you said with your the community yes. habit that you're working out at, right? Yes, that's yeah. the that's that that's what's so crazy is that I've just had this new experience with this gym where yeah. it, the community is amazing, and now I'm hearing you talk about your office, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm only in my gym for one hour, and I'm pumped. I can't imagine being in that <laughs> environment for like eight hours. I'd come home like higher than I am on cold brew, you know, like that's amazing. Oh, no, there's, there's really cool stuff that happens that everybody's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but we make that all work too. It's like, okay, let's have fun with this one. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Well, I, um, I'm looking forward to you sharing a little bit more about, you know, that, that culture and how you guys, uh, craft that. Cause I can tell it's going to be a part of your presentation, but yeah. one, one, yeah. one question here, and we do got to wrap this up. Uh, just for the sake of time and and for the respect to the people listening. And by the way, I don't want to get too far deep into this renewal process for those of you listening, because you need to come see it live at Elevate. Um, but let me ask you this uh, this curveball question here. If you know if you're talking to an agency owner or a 
producer who's looking to take more of a leadership role in the agency and they they look at their renewal process right now and they say man it's not Excalibur, Excalibur level it's it's not like the Roy's um, I need to I need to get my Roy renewal process like up and running here mm-hmm. I need to get it you know I need to improve it and, and take a second look at it but I don't know where to start I don't know how to do it do I get my team bought in do I go hire somebody do I just start making changes what changes do I make like What's one piece of advice to someone who's looking to change that you would give to starting out? Um, I think, well, what we did and and the biggest thing to do first and foremost is um, what are your goals? Mm -hmm. What is it that you want to get out of this process? You have to ask yourself that first. Like, what do you want to see? if I'm going to do these renewals, like I just heard Una says we're doing. Um, like when we did it um, and, and worked on it for a very long time, is I wanted to see our monoline business because we've, we've got a very large book of auto, uh, personal lines auto. Both myself and Jeff really wanted to see the account rounds. We wanted to see that because that's your low-hanging fruit. That's mm-hmm. easy. That's You've got to get that. And plus, it's your retention. If you have both lines or three lines, the chances of those people leaving are a lot lower. Um, Increases um, on our um, coverages, making sure that the coverage is upselling, I guess would be the best word for that, not increase. So account rounding, upselling, and more referrals. So with talking to the clients and our good clients, our raving fans, get them to refer. So that was the biggest thing, to build a stronger and better relationship with our clients and bottom line, improve our ROI. So those were our goals setting out for this, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's working very well. Yeah, so, I love that. And at that point, once you've got your goals and you talk to people, and, and yeah, bring your team in and just say, you know, whatever. But we ultimately, in the end, had to hire somebody to come in to coach because yeah. I, I did everything I could. The team worked with me, and as I said before, you can do it till you're blue in the face, but until they hear it from somebody outside that actually can show results, that's yeah. the thing. I'm asking them to do this, and we have no results, and it takes too long to get them. With bringing Kelly in, she was able to just, you know, basically do what I wanted to do when we were trying to do for years, but she was able to show them, because she's dealt with so many agencies across the nation, show them results from other and, and testimonials. So that was the buy-in at that wow. point. But if you can do it, obviously, if you can yeah. do it on your own with your own team, by setting those goals, seeing what you want, and making it attainable, like, you know, okay, this week I want to get so many cross-sells from each and every one of you, and, that, mm-hmm. and so many referrals this month, or whatever, and just track that, and, you know, whether you have a spinning the wheel or whatever you want to do to make that happen, you can, mm-hmm. but that would be my first and foremost advice is to set the goals and know what it is you want out of this yeah what do you want to see yeah Yeah, before you start running know where you want to run to I mean that makes total sense exactly I love it well Una thank you so much for coming on I um I really appreciate it I was actually very honored to be able to you know just talk with you a little bit about how things are going and and what your vision is for 2019 and how your business is running. Um, Like I said, I see you as a a leader in the uh, insurance space, both in terms of your work as an insurance agent, but also, um, you know, as a woman in the insurance space, just 
a strong person who, you know, leads that charge. So thank you for everything that you've done for the industry. Uh, and I am super pumped to see you in a few weeks at Elevate. Oh, thanks so much, Sid. And thanks for everybody who was listening. I hope I didn't ramble on too much and bore you. <laughs> but uh, very grateful for this. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody and hopefully promote and uh, I can help you learn some more. Yeah.